0: Welcome to episode number 31 of the Ricky Long Podcast. Welcome again, the Ricky Long Podcast, episode number 31. Now normally we have a philosophical reason for the choice of song to open a podcast, not this time, heard this song as I was driving home and thought, I'm going to use that in my next podcast, made a note on my phone and did because it's a cool song. Episode number 31, sponsored by Podium for Sport, Northern Ireland's Sports Retailer of the Year 2018. We specialise in commercial gym equipment, home gym equipment and sports clothes for PE school children. This episode today is a guest interview with Clare Rafferty. Clare is a great friend of mine, both uh, business, personal we connected round about two years ago when I myself moved to Scotland and around a year ago Claire moved to London, i say five months ago. This episode is great, it goes in a number of different directions, we talk about Claire's journey, how she trains her existing clients and how she's come to do that. Really, really good, high value listen, if you're a fitness professional you're going to get a lot out of this in terms of having the balls, having the direction to do something with yourself and your career. If you're not a fitness professional listen to it, you're gonna hear a lot about what Claire does in terms of delivering self-belief and confidence in the people whilst on their fitness journey. So it's it's all very well getting the aesthetic results, but if you still feel the same way at the end of that journey than you did at the start of that journey, well then it's no use to anyone. And Claire's a big believer that it's it's what's it's inside it comes. You know, it's Claire Rafferty, real achievable female fitness. So without further ado, I will cut to the interview with Claire Rafferty. <laughs> I may. Cool. So, three, two, one. And introducing to the podcast Claire Rafferty. Claire is a personal trainer, fitness entrepreneur. She is originally from Scotland and has now moved down to London to work in a gym called Third Space, who are definitely market leaders in the personal training and generally just how to run a commercial gym. Um, Been great friends with Claire for a number of years now, met through the world of Les Mills and group fitness. And now I'm very, very pleased to say she's a friend, a colleague. And before I keep going on, Introducing Claire Rafferty.
1: Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, and hi, everyone. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Claire Rafferty. Perfect. I am from Scotland, that is correct. Yes, you were right there. Um, I'm from that little town called Ayr, which is so cute and so not London, let's face it. Um, about me, I run an online fitness business predominantly. So my business is RAF Fitness which is Real Achievable Female Fitness Um, and basically I started this business up about three years ago now um, after I'd spent six and a half, nearly seven years in higher education. So I went to Stirling University to do an undergrad, thought, yeah, this is it, I'm going to be an academic because that's what people do. Um, you get so involved don't you and then I got a scholarship to do a master's which was an absolutely incredible opportunity and through that master's um, it was in gender studies and I worked with a lot of sporting athletes at the university doing strength and conditioning coaching and coaching as head coach of the netball team and it was round about this time that I realized that I actually really enjoyed coaching Um, and I really enjoyed that presence of working with people on a one-to-one basis and being in front of people. It was roughly around about this time as well that I went to Australia for a study abroad and when I was in Australia I had just been told I had an underactive thyroid and I was really overweight, um, pretty depressed, pretty sluggish, pretty awful in a really bad way and had been getting in a even worse way, so to speak, for about 18 months. And so Australia came as a blessing in disguise. I went out there and if anyone's ever been to Australia, you'll know that it is all about sun, outdoor activity, beach, life, loving it. And I got so into my fitness when I was out there and Les Mills became my drive, my focus, my goal, my life. I woke up in the morning to go to body attack. Might add, I've never ever taught body attack in my life. (laughs) Um, But that was a program I was obsessed with and I just loved everything about it. Um, I quickly fell into body pump, RPM, CX Works, um, and immediately started searching clubs back in Scotland that taught this incredible thing, Les Mills, was there one in Scotland? Because I'd never heard of it, only to find out there was one on my doorstep. Um, And basically decided there and then that day that I was going to get a job at that health club because it was such an expensive membership. And I was going to do whatever it took to work there so that I could attend the classes for free. Um, And I came back from Australia to some really sad news: my mum had passed away, and so I had to come back early. Um, And I was a bit of a mess for a while, but I'd already applied for a job at this health centre, and it was again a blessing in disguise. Um, Whilst I was kind of coping with my mum's passing. I went through an interview process for that club and got the job and became an absolute Les Mills groupie way back in my beginning of my fourth year at university. And from there, my love for fitness absolutely escalated out of control, let's face it. Um, Worked in numerous health clubs, Bannantines, Peak, Falkirk Community Trust, um there's probably another couple in there oh pure gem I've worked for them and so yeah I've been around the industry quite a bit worked with lots of different people and got lots of different experience um until I kind of landed on my feet and said I want to work with women I want to do something big to help women improve the overconfidence or training in their food and turned it into that fitness that we'll achieve both female fitness, um, and from there, well, yeah, we've just been growing and growing, and now we live in London and we work for Third Place, and <laughs> now it's cool. all crazy.
0: <laughs> Definitely, I'll uh, I'll come to London in a second. There, there's so many things in there. I've been so for the for the listeners here. You obviously can't see this, but. Claire and I can see each other just the way we do these video calls. And then I, I rip the audio later. But I'm frantically writing stuff down here at the same time. There's so many things that I want to flesh out just for people. And um, I, I know one of the, for a lot of the listeners on this, and a lot of our audience are going to be really, really intrigued just about Les Mills kind of led you into the fitness industry. And that was yeah. in Australia. And yeah. you said... Am I right in saying you said your first class as a participant was body attack? Yeah. So what was your first class as a, what was your first program as an instructor and how did that go?
1: It was body pump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not body attack. So far. <laughs> um, basically what had happened was um, I obviously came back and got the job in the um, health club in Stirling and they basically had said, um, we've got someone going on maternity leave. Uh, we need a Saturday morning cover for a body pump class. You seem really, really keen. I was working for the club at the time um, and they were very much, we really think this is something you should do. You're you're so into it. And I was just a bit like, oh, I was a student. I didn't care. I wanted to go to Fo bar and I didn't want to have to learn choreography. I was like, what? But, I went and I went on a module and yeah, it was insane. It was with Libby and Marcus, but oh, wow. just, yeah, it just absolutely changed the game for me. I think I nearly cried on the second day during like that body pump challenge thing. My, I was so vulnerable that whole weekend because I was a cocky little student who was like, oh, I'm doing this because I have to. I was that person. Um and yeah, rolled out of that weekend like, oh my god, I'm even more addicted to this exercise thing than I thought, and I'm going to become the best body comp instructor in the world. <laughs> and uh,
0: how old were you when you did said
1: module? I'm one.
0: Okay, okay, that's young for do go through module training. Yeah, wow, that's cool.
1: It was interesting.
0: And, um. So you did group fitness, and then did that lead you in towards one-to-one PT?
1: Yeah. So um, basically after that um, first job in Sterling, I moved to Bannentine Health Club, um, and obviously Bannentine were very much we need you to do your level three. So I kind of was already had the ball rolling on that anyway, um, and it was more client demand. Bannentine needed me to take on some one-to-one, um. So I just, yeah, started doing one-to-ones because it was kind of, again, part of the job description more than I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a PT. It was more, I'm go- I'm here to be a paid body pump CX body combat instructor. And I suppose I'll do PT if I have to. Okay,
0: yeah. That's funny. I, I was the other way around. I was, I'm going to be a PT in this gym and I resisted every push and shove there was to do any sort of group exercise class. Um, I've spoken about this before. I've spoken about this before many times on social media and on the podcast. My first initial module training, the gym booked me onto it. And it was against my will. And I turned up, I did the masterclass. And you know that bit after the masterclass on a module where the trainer will say, you know, come back into the studio in five minutes. You didn't go back. I didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, that master trainer was Howard Pearson.
1: Who, oh, geez, yeah. Yeah,
0: who later turned out to be one of my and still is biggest influences, and especially when we come on to the Les Mills team. So yeah, um, it's
1: crazy, isn't
0: it? Uh, and now, oh, <laughs> and now, obviously, you have you've made that transition down to London. So tell me. Yeah. Tell me how your business has kind of transitioned from that live one-to-one PT space. This is a loaded question. That live one-to-one PT to online to why you're now in London. Go. You cut out on the last bit. I (laughs)
1: never
0: heard (laughs) that. I won't even edit that. So how you've gone from live PT to online PT,
1: and how that has brought you to London. Okay, so from live PT, we'll start there, because live PT for me was um, after Um Where did I go? I was with Falkirk Community Trust. It was just too much trying to do my master's and travel. So it was about 45-minute drive to the club, and then I was teaching in four different clubs doing Group X, and my heart and soul was in Group X. Um, which is very interesting for my position right now, which we'll get on to. Um, but yeah, so I basically um made the call to stop personal training at Valentine's and doing the gym instructor thing and got a level two job as a gym instructor in a more local club, which made it a lot easier. I was still coaching strength and conditioning through university and I was coaching athletes at a team level through university. So I didn't feel like I was missing out on the PT experience and that Whole thing as much being a gym instructor. However, I was not okay. Anyone that does it, you don't really like being a gym instructor. Let's just put that on the table. You are a glorified cleaner, um, and that's what you do. And it was tiring, and it was horrendous, and I just wasn't enjoying it because I was a glorified cleaner. Um, and when you did get a program, and that was like the most exciting hour of your day, um, and that kind of shift of right, okay. Well I'm not I don't want to be a glorified cleaner. I want to be working one to one with people. I was experiencing that pleasure working one to one. Um so when Pure Gym opened in Sterling, I just jumped in with both feet, um kept my classes on with the trust and basically signed up to do their 15 hours a week in as many PTs as you can until you can go on right. Um my last it was the last three months of my masters And I went from kind of doing a part-time job and some classes to doing 23 classes, 60 hours in pure gym and finishing off a master's Um, plus coaching netball at university. I basically woke up at 5am and went to bed at 11 o'clock at night, seven days a week and had zero life. Um, And that escalated really quickly. Um, I was getting quite anxious and I had a whole load of health things that were starting to kick off um, and I was trying to burn the candle at both ends and then none of your listeners probably know this but I then had a really bad car accident um, and I was falling asleep at the wheel um, because I was so overtired and not a lot of people know that that I was literally falling asleep at the wheel um, and I, that heavy weight my eyes blinked And I was on cruise control and I swerved and my cruise control didn't come off. And I started flipping. And it was at that moment I was like, something has to change. Because if I didn't let something change in that moment, I knew I was on a downward spiral. So for the next few months, I kept trying to throw myself back into work. And I was back and forward and back and forward. Um, And then I was say losing my shit. So I reached out to a business mentor, Tommy Gentleman, and reached out to him. And I was like, right, I need to run this online thing because I need to, to have time in my life to, to do life and to rest and to sleep. And I, I felt this burning connection and passion to working with more people. And I wanted to get my message out there about having a good routine and looking after your body and having everything in this right place. Um, And I really wanted to start to help women who were in that busy, overwhelmed, stressed out environment, and really help them start to see that they could live healthy and happy and they didn't have to burn themselves out to try to do everything. Um, And that led into that, which then spiraled into the online. Um, And then from the online, I grew that for about a year, Um, and I was coming to a point where I and just needed out of where I was living. I think the car crash still had a lot of, I was driving a lot, I'm still driving to all the clubs and stuff.
0: So just so so I can get some sort of timeline here, when, so you came into the industry when you were 21, that's when you did Les Mills.
1: Yeah,
0: Yep. And you're 26 now. Yeah. So when was this car crash in this period of your life when you were, to use words that you've used, that you were overworked and overtired, when was that?
1: yeah so that was from august i started in august 2017 i started in pure gym and my masters finished in the november 2017 and i had my car crash on december 17th 2017. wow so it was all still in the same so i just finished my masters in the november and thought right this is it keep going with the work keep going with everything but i was so burnt out by that point um And I just couldn't see the warning signs for myself Um, that I was in. December, 2017 was where it kind of hit bottom. Um, And then February, 2018 was where I really started to make a change. Um, And in March, I started working with personal development business. And since March, 2018, until a full year, it is just tenfold. The things that have happened in the last year have just been, um, a lot more I know what I want in life and a lot more clarity and a lot more pushing me in the right direction and figuring all that stuff out so that I could then move forward Um, and obviously in June last year I went to my first proper event with my business mentor and it was at that event I said by the next Supercell summit I'm going to be living in London and that weekend, everyone was like, what? And I was like, it's something I want to do. It's something I've always wanted to do. I need to get out of where I am, where I am, is going to be back. And by October 31st, I moved to London. And the next event was November 8th. I just made it. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was us. I think that had, answers your question. Transition.
0: It does. It I have so many things that I've frantically written <laughs> stuff down here. Um, I'm just kind of blown away by that experience you had in 2017 because um, I I knew about that I just didn't know it was so recent like I heard on the, the grapevine and you know that yeah. you've in a car accident and all that but just me and my ignorant little bubble I assumed that was four or five years ago I didn't realize no, it's, no. it's actually well we definitely would have been aware of each other kind of knowing each other um, yeah. but that's cool. And um, you were talking about um, obviously Tommy. Tommy's a, a great friend of mine, and the Super Self Summit. So, oh, this is perfect timing. Actually, for those that don't know Tommy and the Super the Super Self Summit, it's his self-made uh, personal development event. Uh, it's for professionals as well, and literally today, the day of recording, he has just announced the next one
1: yeah yeah
0: so uh i'll maybe give them a free plug and uh put the details in that um i would recommend that to anyone so at this at this event you said you want you wanted to move to london yeah right i want to i want to test you here because you're running you because i know when this was in your life you were running a successful kind of group fitness business you were starting yeah. to do online stuff and the 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 beauty about doing online stuff, because I do it too, most, everyone knows that, is you don't actually need to be anywhere to run the online yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah? yeah, here we go. Yeah.
0: So why did you say, I'm going to London?
1: For me, it was about networking and about opening up opportunity and being closer to what's happening. So I had this, huge vision of wanting to I still have this huge vision and watch how I say that. I have a huge vision of wanting to network with more people, get more involved in whether it be through vlogging or whether it be through podcast um and helping myself set up and establish a more solidified network that helps more women. And I felt like my life as it was in in sterling was just not what i wanted from life i love to be in the city i hate scottish weather i hate the cold moving to london is not that much warmer but for me for me even that weather change has made such a huge difference to my mental and physical state overall um listen and it was just one
0: scotland of- is so being <laughs> when
1: it's i it's ridiculous
0: when I go home to Belfast, I am instantly warmer. So I completely yeah. back you up on that. Like, see, see the Scottish listeners in this—you are so much, you're so much more adapt. You're actually harder than me in every single sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the the cold doesn't work. That's why every time you will see me in Instagram stories, I have a scarf on. Yeah, exactly. Bible. I'm it's sitting so cool. here. This is my office hat. <laughs> so again it's
1: no it's survival it's so cold yeah
0: uh, sorry I interrupted your flow there just as you were saying you were going no, to London but,
1: but yeah and I just like for me the long-term goal is to move to LA so in my head I was like I'm never going to move to LA living in Stirling mm-hmm. um, and whether that's a logical step whether that's heart whether that's I don't know something that you know I'm wanting something that's Unrealistic or whatever, um, in terms of the shift to London. But for me, in my head, it made sense. If I want to move to LA, I need to move to London first, and I need to grow things from a business standpoint so that I can then move to LA. Yeah. That was my clarity around why I was like, well, I'm never going to move to London if I just keep working in Sterling. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense.
0: I you said you said a load of things where I've got all these like massive. <laughs> quotes going around in my head and it's like if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you've always got and it's that yeah. you had to make those big changes in order to change what you're going to get you had to say no i'm not doing pt anymore because i need to go and do group fitness You said i'm not doing group fitness anymore because i'm going back to pt you say i'm only going to grow if i move to to london i think i think that's great it's a real sense of real sense of awareness in the, in yourself. Um, you're off, often we can't see ourselves. You kind of get stuck in this bubble and it sometimes takes a big event. Yeah. To realize and it, it's different forms for different people. Um, obviously yours stands out with, you know, a, a car crash, which is yeah. a big enough event in anyone's life. Never mind you know, all the other stuff that you will have been through with it, with your mom and that, um, so, like, I th- I think it's fantastic what you do. So, like, t- tell me about London. What's what's the best thing about working in London? What's the worst thing about working in London? And tell us a bit about what what your work is in London.
1: So, I love I do love London. Although it's a it's a funny way to say it. I love London, but I've barely been off the island. Uh, so I'm in Canary War or Isle of Dogs, which is its own little island in London. And I think I've been out of this area maybe six or seven times now. Um, And this is me on my, my goodness, we're still in March. So I'm just coming to the end of my fifth month living here. Um, And yeah, I've barely been off the island. I've barely been out of third space, if I'm being perfectly honest. But it's just a completely different vibe. And it's just a completely different way of living. And I just think... For me, the the best things I've just been able to I know you can go and go for walks in Scotland and you can go for all these different things, but for me I was never really an outdoorsy person. I'm more of a city person. So I love going for a walk in the city. Um and I love just going and I can't I can't take you seriously right now.
0: So, so for those listening, I'm just going live on the ground.
1: I, I can't take you seriously. You're so funny. Yeah, so I was just about um what was I saying London change what why did I move here what do I like yeah I don't know you just
0: went you went for the heat
1: yeah I just love the vibe and the different people and it's everyone here is so much more dedicated so I was chatting to a friend yesterday and I was like you know she's talking about struggles and I'm not feeling in the best headspace right now and I was like honestly I said come and stay with me for the weekend and I can guarantee everything about you'll shift like I walk into work and people are just so much alert so much more aware everyone's like doing their education everyone's writing posts on Instagram everyone's getting involved in the hustle and the work and the vibe like it's not to say that people don't work hard everywhere else but you're just so much more aware of how hard people work in London because it is such a high cost of living and it is such a Hustle Place, I'm right in the centre of business in London, I'm in Canary Wharf, our gym has 8,000 members, Um, we've got 45 personal trainers, we have the biggest, best group exercise in London, which I'm in the middle of transitioning into, which is the most exciting thing ever for me because these classes are insane, I can't even, they've got their own games, they've got their own design, it's all boutique and it's just a completely different vibe. And everyone there is feeding off each other and they're hungry and they're positive. And I've missed that positivity so much. When I go back home, everyone's so negative and down and wants their life to change and not happy in their day-to-day job. And they so sad they're overweight and so sad that the weather's shit. So I was, just swear. Um, i tried yeah, really absolutely. hard not to swear. <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to swear. And then I just come back down here and it's like a switch is being flipped and people are just buzzing on life. Like, you know, they're going to the bar at two o'clock in the afternoon and they're, you see them all sitting outside with their drinks and they're chilling then they go back to the office and it's just different. Just different.
0: I love that. I love that. I want to do that. Just that last part. Daytime drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you mentioned there about Third Space, um, specifically about their group exercise uh, product what what's going yeah. on yeah
1: it i can't i still really can't explain it it's just insane and um, it's they've got their own concepts which are pretty awesome they've got um a lot of kind of circuit style based classes um so they they kind of split it up into sections so it's like strength and conditioning rigging athletic oh and i want to say mind and body as bad, isn't it? You either know mind of yoga or you don't know yoga. I don't really know much about that section at all. That's a okay, um, There's just lots of different concepts coming through, and um, it's fresh. It's good. I'm really yucky. Really yucky? There we go. <laughs> I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky that the club I work in has just launched the yard. Which the yard is, oh, I can't explain. I can't, it's a huge rig, huge rig training facility. Um, that we do circuits in on a Saturday morning and there's about 80 members in a Saturday morning smashing at a workout. Same on a Sunday morning, 80 members smashing at a workout and it's like walk bikes, box jumps, squats, burpees, you know, rowing machines, battle ropes, every piece of hammer walks with logs, log cleaning presses, like you name it, they've got an exercise there and it's just, yeah, it's just different, it's fresh. Yeah, that's
0: cool, that's cool. Um, and, and tell me, so kind of back to, back to your business right now, yeah. your online business, what, I've got to be honest with you, I don't know how long this has been kind of displayed on your social media, but around like two months ago, I was on your Instagram and I saw Real Achievable Female Fitness yeah and i was like that's rough real achievement that's brilliant (laughs) so (laughs) apologies for that but who is it all right it's It's
1: not been there long
0: (laughs) who do you work with um and what do you do like who who's your i i always talk about this with my business clients is who is your avatar who is that person you want to work with and always say if you come to ricky long and ask ricky i want to do bodybuilding and put myself through a fitness physique show i'm like that's awesome goals i can't do that for you i do not do that ricky i want to go and compete in the crossfit games amazing go and join a crossfit gym don't come and get off me so what is it what's your thing
1: so this is where, again, it's interesting. So my my thing, my main bucket of clients, shall we say, is your average run-down stressed person. Um, so I generally tend, tend to attract a lot of mid-20s to early 40s. That's kind of my range. It's predominantly women I work with. And it tends to be women who are trapped in a mindset of they don't have time to, they can't, they're not able to and they never will Um, and I predominantly work with those women to show them that you do have time to exercise, you do have time to eat well um, and we look a lot at um, mindset and transforming their relationships with themselves around training and food. So my ideal, you know, my ideal client so to speak is just that person who is Sick fed up of feeling burnt out and feeling like they're never getting anywhere in the routine, and that there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Whether that be through a high high stress career job, whether that be being a parent, whether that's a combination of both, whether that's um I've working with a, quite a few students actually lately because in London um obviously everything's upscale right, so there's a lot of students here that are in really high end degrees um and working more than a full-time job um so that's why my range is quite full but it tends to just be showing people that you can achieve a body that you want and you can achieve that body competition transformation with all of that other shit going on um if you want it bad enough and that's it's almost a reflection of me because I I do work a crazy amount of hours I am probably quite obsessive with my health and fitness competing with the WBFF I've got my show in eight weeks so there's, you know, I'm, I'm at that top end of training and life and trying to function. And I tend to work with women who their goal is kind of almost irrelevant. It's more proving to them that they can. Um, okay. And that goal, goal nine times out of 10, tends to end up being um, photo shoot or stage prep or um, a significant amount of weight loss and lean muscle gain. Um, whether that be again for weddings or just life mm-hmm. but yeah it's just more about the whole package I I work with and I sell now
0: that's cool. that's cool. and um, so t- tell me I've seen a lot of your work and a lot of your clients and success stories all on social media um, kind of leads me to two questions so what is and I was actually with your photographer guy Tony um, last week, doing uh, yeah, yeah, doing some work for another one of my clients. Yes. Um, so, what would you say is like your maybe not necessarily your biggest success story? As and these are the best ever results. But like, what great kind of journeys spring to mind that you've worked with clients on? Um,
1: so the great journeys I have. Uh, let's think. So we've got um, a couple who I've worked with them for quite a long time and they will one hundred percent listen to this and they will know it's them the second that they listen to this. Um and we basically took them on an incredible journey and getting them ready for their wedding. Um which was something it's it's great from a coach's perspective to work with someone for that length of time when they've got a big day coming up. But it was also I mean they're they're now really good friends. Um but it was their ability to fall in love with training and you know two people who were the going to the pub a lot um had no intentions to eat healthy could never exercise at all in their life um to now being pretty health conscious health aware really experimenting with food um and just that whole lifestyle change that they had that they've now brought into their married life mm-hmm. And it's now a lifestyle that they are taking forward. And there's something really amazing and quite powerful about that. Um, Being part of that journey, that was just an incredible transformation for them from a kind of mental and physical perspective, but also in a whole life perspective. Um, And I'm now, obviously I work with them more now, actually, in terms of life coaching more than anything. um, because both have quite stressful jobs and it's now very much changed, but we still work together. Um, and it's just interesting to watch those relationships change and those Hmm. things become even greater success. Um, More stories. Um, I think the photo shoot experiences are every single person that's ever done one of them has went on an incredible transformation. I've ran two separate photo shoots now, and I've got my third one on May 5th. Okay, um, so
0: before you go on, Tell me about the the photo shoot. So how how does it work? If I'm saying, Raph, I want to book on and do a photo shoot. I might, by the way. Yeah. Um, I would love that. (laughs) What am I booking on to? What's the process? Uh, What's the promise? How many people do it, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Yeah. So basically, I can have up to 10 in a group. Um, So I try to just run one group at a time and works that you apply to me to say, hey, Ra, I'm really interested. Um, Basically, the concept of it is is we take you from where you are now to help you look, think and feel your ultimate self so that you can stand with a smile on your face in front of Tony Thompson and feel incredible about your life. So it's more, a yes, we want to get you in the best condition and the best body composition that you've ever been in. But for that to happen in the 16 weeks, we have to set weekly goals and weekly limits. limits. And there's a whole structure um, that's taken me a long time to get right in terms of um, how we diet, in terms of finding maintenance and calorie deficits and percentage of deficits and exercise activity. And there's, there's quite a lot of high demand on the people towards the end of the 16 weeks. I won't lie, it's a really tough experience but it's about showing you that you can do anything and what i get everyone to do at the very start of whether it be my 16 weeks or even my 6 weeks is i get them to set a goal and make one main goal for that 16 weeks and we basically measure that every week by whatever measure that you know they want whether that's a, i want to lose 2 stone in 16 weeks or i want to be able to wear a bikini that photo shoot in 16 weeks or yeah of course I've I've got a top for you (laughs) um and yeah we just we just piece it together week on week they work as a team so we have group calls we have group coaching calls they all get to meet each other obviously when they do the shoot they do it together and and we just spend some time teaching them as much as we can about nutrition about training and about energy balance and about stress management sleep management um, all the things that I myself have done time and time again um, in and out of a contest prep but also things that I find I'm doing time and time again with clients who want that body composition transformation um, and just don't believe they can get it because their lives are so busy and it's not something they would ever be able to achieve um, which is why it's all about helping them achieve it.
0: And what, what stands out about what you do, and this this is why I think this is why you and I have always connected quite well. Is because when you when you read through the noise of client results, so the the noise is the before and after picture. Like yeah, I'm, God. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying the process is pretty simple. You know, yeah. go into a calorie deficit, train, be pretty miserable for about 20, 30, 40 weeks, whatever it might be. Like that's not difficult to prescribe. What makes yeah. it special is the, the things that you've said, is the journey, is the process, is the relationship with food, training, body confidence. Yeah, and That's what stands exactly. out whenever any of your social media posts that you do, any client testimonials that I've read. Because you see all these all, all these people, and I don't mean that this to come across negative, but you see these new PTs coming on the scene, and their before and after picture is literally, here's Jen. Was twenty stone. Eight weeks later, she's twelve stone. And you know, come and train with me. That's the next part of that caption. And it's kind of like, well, all right, great, well done. What What's actually happened to make this happen? Tell me how Jen feels now, because Jen could be Jen's obviously fictional here, but Jen could be completely, absolutely miserable and dangerously underweight, and a whole host of problems. So that's what stands yeah. out with your journey. So you say you've got another um, photo shoot plan starting soon?
1: Yeah, so we basically, the third group finishes up on May 5th. We've got our photo shoot day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be really exciting. And then the next photo shoot launches, you're going to ask me a date and I'll need to give you the date if you do footnotes. Um, the next one... <laughs> The next one launches um so after my show, so it's about two weeks after, so it's the second week in June. Okay. The next triple we'll start, I think it's I think it's in for the 12th of June is the start date on the second the next one for this year. And if uh, any of my
0: listeners wanted to do that, where would be the best place for them to find that information to apply?
1: Yeah, so it's on the website. It's www.rathfitness.online, and there's um there's a photo shoot um you can actually submit an inquiry for the photo shoot just now, so that when the tickets go on sale for it, I can email you directly first, and you'll be the first to get a phone call. So that, um, that's that's about, live now. That's live, yeah, that's live on I'm the website. I'm going to
0: apply. I'm going to apply as soon as it's possible. <laughs> I'm doing
1: it. I'm doing <laughs> it. Yeah, live, live to apply for. Um, um so
0: and I just I, I just want goes. to touch. On social media because I've had this I've wrote I've wrote this question down I've wrote I've written this question down at the start it's a good job my mum doesn't it from the podcast I put this question down on the paper in front of me literally as soon as we started talking and it's about putting yourself out in social media yeah Um, and The reason why I've wanted to ask that question has probably changed about 300 times since we started speaking. But it's just to say that you put yourself out on social media really, really well. You have done consistently. I talk about, like, you show up to social media every single day. You have done for the whole time I've known you. So what's what's the benefits of that? Uh, What kind of systems do you adopt to do that?
1: So what are the benefits and what are the systems? Is that what you just asked?
0: Yeah, yeah. Benefits of you. Yeah, so you benefits of using social media to connect with your clients.
1: I just think it's real and it's authentic. Um, for me, it's I use social media as a way to say it's not almost like a, hey, I'm over here, but it's more of a, hey, I'm over here and I'm actually telling you some real fucking good information mm-hmm. that a lot of people are bullshitting you on. Um social media actually makes me angry 90% of the time. And I think my posting and my, yeah, the stuff that I produce and the connection I have with the people on it is it, it almost comes from a place of trying to stop um, people falling into that trap and falling into that rabbit hole of misinformation, bad information, buying a really bad diet, buying a horrendous meal plan, investing money in a coach who's just going to patch them off um there's so much the market is saturated but it's not very competitive and I don't want to be one of those shouty trying to be competitive people but I also try to get a message across that says the stuff I'm saying actually really works and I've been doing it now since what four years um and we get results, and we get results time and time again, but here, the results that we actually get, that people have still got them four years later. Mm. And, you know, like the story of the couple, like we've, they've completely changed their life, everything about them, and it's not just about the gen. She's lost this amount of weight in eight weeks. It's about um, getting that message clear that this is more of a long-term lifestyle change, and it's about trying to reiterate that it's something much more and much bigger than a frickin' clickbait booty pic.
0: <laughs> so you you don't know this, but in one of my presentations, I c- agree with everything you've said, but one of the presentations I, u- I use for my online trainer workshop seminars and my business seminars is it's about how to give value on social media. Yeah. And I use a actual post of yours. That's oh, it? Yeah um it is it's from a while ago I want to say about three four months ago and it's you on your journey of barbell hip thrusts towards 200k yeah
1: buddy
0: yeah have you broken that 200k mark oh yeah oh yeah
1: well 204 204 but we broke it we broke
0: it uh, this slide um you have not broken that. So you're in 204, ladies and gents. That is the law of overload. That's consistently doing the same thing and getting tiny incremental improvements, which lead to extraordinary results. So 204. I think this picture I have, like I said, it's a picture. It's a video you've put up. I'm rambling. It's a video you've put up. It's obviously a screenshot I've taken. And I have it in two slides and a reveal. So there's one picture and I just ask the people in the room, what do you think the caption of this should be if it was you in this picture yeah and you'll see people in the room and say 150k hip thrust training my glutes something like that new pb and that's kind of the answers people get and i'm just like i often hold myself back but it's often that like, that's bullshit that is a bullshit caption to put on top of that and then i review yeah. your actual caption and this particular one is a frustration of yours. How you'd been lifting, yeah. you were a little bit weaker. Not my weaker, yeah. like weaker. As in, weaker. I can't lift as much. What's the <laughs> yeah. What's the What's I can't lift as much this week. And then you talk about how that's okay because these things happen. Blah blah blah. It's yeah. really really good value post, and that changes a lot of people's perspectives. And that's perspectives about using social media because it's given value. Uh, yeah that, that's what you do consistently well on all your social media platforms
1: i obviously like i spent a lot of time and a lot of energy learning how to write good captions obviously my my undergrad was english and so media and you you wouldn't know that looking at me you wouldn't know that people are like <laughs> you have a degree in english and i'm like i have a degree in english <laughs> yeah. all right um so and I had a lot of time, actually, it is more marketing and sales writing a mm-hmm. caption than good English. And I had to do a lot of understanding sales and marketing to get to that place where, um, you know, there's a system I now try to follow. Um, it's a five-part system. I don't know if I should tell you. <laughs> is that something people want to know about?
0: Well, it it depends if you're trying to get me to book onto your bikini. So <laughs> I mean. If you tell me your system, I might know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, so the with the caption stuff, um, it's more you, you know, you present people with a belief that they have, and then you give them thoughts, and then you give them feelings, but then you give them action, and then you give them the result. And I try to, you know, structure all my posts like that. So your caption is your hook; it pulls them in, um, and then I back that up with a belief that they have about themselves, and then I give them, do you think? How does this make you feel? Does this make you feel like this? Or try and, you know, word it differently using some of my English experience Mm -hmm. um, and then give them that action to improve and then give them the result if they do. Um, And it's just a really simple way to just try and process when you're writing a caption and to just try and keep check in your head that you're doing the right things and that you're actually providing value and not just... Hey, look at me. (laughs) Fuck.
0: Yeah, we've all been there. Like we've all been there. It's how we yeah, started. Usually. We've all
1: been there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is I have a series of questions I'm going to ask you, um, and then I'm going to ask you specifically about your nutrition hub, which we have stayed very quiet about for so long. I
1: know, I know.
0: So on the gram this morning, I shared some a question box about what I should ask on this podcast. Oh. So we've got, okay. some, we've got some good questions with terrible English and grammar and use of full stops and commas. Okay. This one is from Lindsay, not, not my Lindsay. And it is, what are your top tips to increase body pump weights as a female?
1: Oh, that's a good question. That's a that's good a question. question. Yeah. That is a good question. Um, are we talking instructor? Or are we talking class participant?
0: This person is an instructor.
1: They are an instructor. Because I think that it comes from lifting in the gym more than actually in the body pump class itself. 100%. Um,
0: yeah,
1: 100 Yeah, And even like what I would sometimes do at the end of a leg day is I would go into the squat rack and do the latest body pump track with just a freaking ridiculous weight on my back. Like 35, 40 kilos and just try and see if I could make it to the end of the track. And if I made it to the end of the track sound, next week I'll put 25 on my bar.
0: That is a Howard Pearson special. Is it? Yeah, is that, it? Is that, that's what I he always used to do, yeah. I don't know whether you've got it from him, but that's his, that's no, his i never okay,
1: heard yeah. it, yeah. Maybe far? that's where I've heard it from, but yeah, that's <laughs> what I used to do. just people would be looking at me like she's moving off (laughs) that (laughs) quick
0: i I would agree with clara is get yourself into the gym into the squat rack and do the same big lifts that you do in body pump just stick to like five reps and just go stupidly big in comparison to your body pump weights um the next one is i've just put two and two together on this next question so it's it's I might have got you a new client. So if I get you a new client here, this would be really good.
1: <laughs> I'll give you from, a discount on the 16 weeks.
0: <laughs> it's from somebody called Tom and it's Do you train with male clients?
1: Yes, I do. I have one, two, three men. Three men? Wow, okay, <laughs> Three men. Three men, maybe only two, but definitely. Definitely to doing um, the photo shoot, which is really exciting. Um, And then I actually have quite a large male client basis in third space. And so I've started again, it's a difficult one because I advertise for women. So then a lot of men start to work with me and they almost get, Oh, I see you're a female coach. Do you actually work with men? And I'm like, Yeah, as I'd say, but a body's a body and you can kind of manipulate most factors. But yes, I work with men fun and it's a nice yeah. challenge sometimes <laughs>
0: uh, this question is to us both um, it's from Michelle and it's what podcasts do you listen to oh I
1: have a list <laughs> Um so from a business perspective I like the Angie Lee show um, Amanda Butchie radio mm-hmm. um, oh my goodness I've just forgotten his name I am like that
0: all the time when it comes to people asking me oh people pass some book recommendations.
1: I can see his face. Lewis Lewis Howes. Yes. Lewis House. Yep. Yeah. Um obviously your man Gary V, although I'm starting to get put off by him now because I don't like his topics as much. Um and then fitness, I listen to muscle physique radio, mind pump, uh, a lot of Chris Knott, a lot of um Ben Pikowski. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that so yeah I listen to quite a lot of podcasts what
0: about you um oh me oh me who do I listen to
1: uh
0: Brian Cain podcast I love Brian's podcasts I'm really into you, the back catalogue right now of Joe Rogan
1: oh I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot
0: yeah but I'm
1: if I have one podcast every single person here has to go and listen to, it's the David Goggins on Joe Rogan. Go okay, and listen right. to, Go and listen to David Goggins podcast on Joe Rogan and you will, you'll never be confused about the word motivation again. Oh. You'll, ne- I- you'll, you'll never be hard done by, by your skin. And if you ever fail at anything, you'll be like that, you can freaking do anything, like, it is the most powerful hour and a half of my life that I've listened to this year, I think I've listened to it maybe three times, you've got a lot of good ones coming out, but that David Goggins one is just, I love it, I love
0: it. yeah, so I, I, love, I love Joe Rogan's podcast, because he's so generalist and random with his guests, he's kind of, like, he is, I, I describe him, he's the Graham Norton of podcasts, yeah, He can get anyone. You could have a fitness expert, then a business expert, then an expert in zoology, then an expert in public speaking. Oh, he's just incredible. I think he's done like twelve, I want to say twelve hundred or is it twelve thousand? Oh ridiculous number. Episodes, yeah, like he's 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 the dying. Um the last, I believe it's the last question. (laughs) Now, when I first saw this. It's from somebody called Steph. Do you have any close friends called Steph?
1: Mm, no.
0: Because I don't know who this is. and that, like They don't follow me on social media and I don't follow them. But the question, and I was wondering is that after you shared my Instagram that this question come up? Claire, what are your thoughts on fat burners before holidays?
1: <laughs> Diet earlier. Diet earlier,
0: I like that. Honestly, <laughs> oh, gone. As soon as I saw it, I said, that's that's a trigger question. That's a trigger question. I was like, we, we could spend either an hour offending people with our answer or a minute offending people with our answer. It's just, fuck off.
1: Diet uh, earlier. Yes. Yeah.
0: Don't spend your money on that and just be safe. I was like, Claire, what are your thoughts on cat burners for holidays? <laughs> people can't see. That's right, man. I can tell you're starting to sweat. You've been triggered so much. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: vein in my forehead's come out.
0: (laughs) Right, okay. So some quick, quick, quick fire questions. Okay. To finish up, I think we're coming up to about the 60-minute mark now, which is great. Um, So you can only train with one of these for the rest of your life. You have to choose. Okay. Dumbbells or barbells? Dumbbells. Kettlebells or TRX. Oh, kettlebells. Med balls or resistance machines.
1: Resistance machines.
0: Cool. Sun or a
1: pattern. <laughs> sun. Sun. Is that even a question? Sun. Yeah.
0: So, inadverted commas is a middle word in this sentence. Let's not go into that conversation too much. But what is your favorite cheat? meal, if cheap meal was an actual so what is your go-to? Pizza. <laughs> Short
1: and sweet. Oh, I can't wait for a pizza. <laughs> 28th, of, 28th of me, honey. 28th of
0: me. <laughs> Look out, Domino's. Um, what weird obsession do you have right now? Like anything outside the world of
1: fitness? What weird obsession? Is it bad that I don't I drink a lot of coffee. Like, I don't have any. Do I
0: have any? So I'm going through this. I've read actually said, but my weird obsession is, my weird obsession is the Joe Rogan podcasts. where I'm just constantly, I'm scrolling back. I'm scrolling back years to find (laughs) somebody. Like, I I listened to one, a Brian Cox one from, like, 2014, which I'm just so obsessed with that right now. Um, previously, I've been totally obsessed with reading just about every blog post possible on social media algorithms. God, see, so,
1: my, so if I was to have a weird obsession right now, it's not exactly a healthy one. But Sorry. I let, well, I mean, I, I mean, it's common though, right? I literally <laughs> sit all day. No, not all day, because all day I would do stuff. But I probably sat from about eight o'clock till about half past nine at night, stalking all WBFF pros, just looking at their bodies on show day. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at their posing and then sh- saving their posing like I must be liking pics from like four years ago for some people and like liking and saving their pics and I'm like then going out to the gym and trying all these weird poses because I'm like does this look good is this look? quite self obsessive like that and wasting so much of my time right now just looking at pointless stuff I've got I don't even get to decide my poses my posing coach tells me what to do like <laughs> it's a pointless exercise
0: mm what do you have any and what are there any secret apps on your phone that you you swear by that aren't social media i always give the example i have this it's a, a crossfit app but it's called Wad that i use for workouts mm. um so do you mm. have any apps which you, you swear by on your phone you could not live without that isn't my phone is paul <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> my <fitness file.
1: laughs> Oh my god! I'm looking at I'm looking at the now. Oh, I, Headspace and Calm. I couldn't live without them. Okay, so what are they? So Headspace and Calm are both meditation apps. Right. That's um. Good. So the I really like Calm because they actually read you bedtime stories. Mm. <laughs> and I did just say that out loud on the yeah. podcast. All right. I I'm not it's judging. Easy. Not judging um and when I get more into prep I'm not um obviously proper in yet but give me another couple of weeks and I'll use elite HRV um and I basically use that just to track my sleep and it gives you like a a monitor from red to amber to green um and your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system and it kind of tracks that in terms of exercise and should you be training today kind of is your cns rested enough just as I go deeper in the press, I'll definitely use that religiously.
0: And our second to last main question is, what's what's next for Claire Rafferty? Tell me about the Nutrition Hub.
1: So, Nutrition Hub drops tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, And basically, um, yeah, so I've, I've obviously spoke a lot about the different types of people that I work with and my experience over the years in this podcast, and, the, the the common issues that I have time and time again whether it be with a 22 year old or whether it be with a 56 year old is that they don't understand what they should be eating it's as simple as a, a daily I get questions of can I eat this should I eat this am I going to go to hell because I've ate this should I start again because I've tried this and there's just this constant Pressure then around what they should be eating, and then obviously they're constantly being fed these messages on social media. As I've said, I get quite angry with a lot of the stuff that's out there. And there's so many people that you know that are supporting keto, vegan, low fat, high carbs, whatever you want to say. Too much protein is going to do this to you. Too much of this is going to do this to you. Everyone's going to get diabetic. Um, and I get that we have a really huge health concern in the UK around it but nutrition is simple and the whole point of the nutrition hub is to just make it even simpler so I've put together some education videos that basically tell you what the hub is and how it's going to change your life and um, if you invest some time effort and energy into it and then we've got some myth busting so I've got about a 60 minute education video there which basically takes Um, every concept or every fitness bullshit thing you've heard and gives you a little bit of science behind where it actually comes from and a little bit of education into what that actually means. So should you do intermittent fasting? Well, here's what it is. You're struggling to hit, why does protein matter? You know, all these sorts of things. Um, And we go through all of that. And then basically the the hub itself gives you six interchangeable meal plans. Um, And across those six meal plans, we range from 1300 calories a day, because I am very well aware some people are eating 1300 calories a day, Um, and it ranges right up to UK government guidelines of 2000, um, with higher days um, in there that can show you how to program refeeds, etc. And it takes you through lots of interchanges, and then it's also got a whole recipe section with videos that don't all have macros, so that you can learn how to track food yourself. And you can learn how to understand food. And then there's lots of recipes there that do have macros and they give you serving sizes and portion sizes and fats and carbs, etc. Um, and then I have a bonus for this first um 10-day sale. I'm giving away nine extra education videos that are nine videos that basically cover everything else in a lot more depth. Um so that people don't need to look anywhere else, the information is there, they read it, they understand it, they do it their own place, they download a meal plan, they follow a recipe, they just get on top of their nutrition and education and understand that food's not the enemy and you can enjoy food and you can actually lose weight and still eat a
0: pretty healthy. Day. Sure. And when <laughs> it, it, it sounds brilliant. I've, I've been frantically writing down questions, and as you kind of went through it, you were answering them. So, just kind of in a nutshell, who is it for?
1: It's again, it's for so it's for my the women and um, the real achievable female fitness community, mm-hmm. um, and it's for those women that want to look, think, and feel their ultimate self by taking control of their nutrition. So, if that's you, you're in a place where you've tried a bad diet, you've tried a detox, you want to lose weight to go on holiday you've been fed bullshit information, you're sick of not having a clue what to eat, you're sick of not understanding what's good, what's bad, and what's classified as healthy, it's for you. Perfect.
0: And when did you say that is live?
1: March 29th, which is tomorrow. Which Woo-hoo. is March. So at the time of recording,
0: this is Thursday the 28th. The time this podcast goes out will probably be... Friday night, so this has been live from the morning, so it'll probably be the twenty okay. this goes live. so how do people apply and
1: buy so if you're on my email list and um, you can join my email list via my instagram ac- Instagram account, and um, you will get an email of the link to directly to the website to the page to share with you the video that explains what's in the hub and gives you some insights. If not, you will need to visit my website and um, www.rathfitness.online and there's going to be a link that goes live tomorrow on the main homepage that will take you straight to the nutrition hub and again to show you what it all is and there's about um, there's lots of information there that if people are reluctant, is it right for them? There's all the information there so that they can read through and make that decision for themselves if they are ready to make some change.
0: And to clarify if people buy now they get what is
1: the bonus? So they're getting nine extra education videos and they're saving a hundred pounds if they buy it in the next 10 days. And they can find that out
0: on raffitness.com. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, buddy. I'll put them in the show notes um, and people can get uh, involved and follow you through that. Sounds good. I really like the sound of it. I'm sitting here thinking, hmm. I need to add that the jump. I need to add that to jump. That's brilliant. I've got notes. Or
1: you could just use mine.
0: Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, maybe we'll hang about after this call. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, our, our last question, I always ask people this, and this—the answer to this changes constantly. It changes in your life. Okay. How you feel today is going to be different to how you feel tomorrow, compared to five, ten years, whatever it is. So. And this doesn't have to be really, really philosophical and life changing. Yep. What would you tell your 20 year old self?
1: Oh when I was twenty. Well that it's, it's interesting. That was that was that interesting time for me when I finally found fitness, right? Um what would I tell her? I would tell her to live a little more and have a little more fun and not be so fixated on the stress of the here and the now. So I just you know, I had my thyroid and I just thought this is it, the world was gonna end if I don't get my shit together right now. And then I put so much stress and pressure on myself. And I think that was the down the, the beginning of a long downturn. So I just probably tell myself to have a little more fun try not to be so serious um and things will work out if you, you know you're an intelligent girl things will work out okay.
0: yeah perfect well i have really enjoyed this on so many levels from a professional point of view because i think the the content has been really really valuable and just from the personal point of view it's been nice to catch up
1: it's been fun yeah
0: so yeah We will go, I will put, uh, we'll have a quick chat afterwards, but I will put all your details in the show notes at the bottom. And what is is your Instagram handle? Because that's probably the first place people will go to find you.
1: It's claire underscore Raf fitness. Perfect.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very, very much for doing the Ricky Long podcast. It's
1: been fun, Ricky. Thank you. (laughs) you, boy.
0: Massive thanks to you for listening to this. Massive thanks to Claire for coming on and doing the podcast. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Putting for Sport, Northern Ireland Sports Retailer of the Year 2018, specialising in commercial gym equipment, home gyms and school PE uniforms for all types of sports. A quick one just before I go, I am currently interviewing for the next mastermind program. So my fitness business mastermind is all about taking existing PTs and developing their business with business development, personal development, And we run it for, it's a six months process. It runs out of Village Edinburgh Hotel. Round table, I have just three seats remaining at the table due to the, the, the current ones who have already booked on, they were on the waiting list for the last one, so they get first refusal. This is Mastermind going live for application, so you'll see the buttons, and you'll see me talking about this on social media and on my website, RickyLong.com. If you want to do something different with your fitness business, if you're frustrated, if you're not getting the results you want, either from a delivery point of view, an operational point of view with your clients, or from a financial point of view with how much you're earning or rather not earning, then you need to have a look at my website on the mastermind page, Rickylong.com Go to the mastermind section. You can find out how we take you from personal development into business development. So as you serve your clients the way they deserve to be served, and you're paid the amount you deserve to be paid. Some of my greatest results with my business clients come from just that simple tweak of how you speak and how you deal with your clients, and that helps you with your own self-developments, self-confidence, so as you can then charge and earn what you deserve to be earned. You know, if you're frustrated or you're working in your business instead of on your business what would happen if you as a pt stopped working today would you still be paid this time next week this time next month this time in 3 months if the answer is no to any of those questions there's a fundamental problem in your business and I'm here and you can come on the mastermind and learn how to leverage your income to serve more people at an even better value than what you're doing right now. Application form on the website, rickylong.com, go to the mastermind section. This has been episode number 31 of the Ricky Long podcast. Cannot wait to get your feedback from this episode with Claire Rafferty. You can hit me up anywhere, social media, emails, Ricky Long 42 Thank you. Good night.